ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله we are now approaching the blessed month of ramadan with only a matter of days to go the beginning of this month of Ramadan is upon us and so it is required of every believer to understand what this month is and to understand the purpose of this month to understand the objectives of this month so that you are able to benefit from it allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed this fasting upon us just as he prescribed it upon those who came before us ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyam kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum لعلكم تتقون فرؤيه بليف fasting has been prescribed upon you just as it was prescribed upon those who came before you so that you may achieve taqwa this ayah highlights to us and shows us that this act of worship of fasting was obligated not only on this ummah but the umam that came before this ummah too the nations that came before the ummah of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam fasting was obligated upon them too kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum this shows that fasting is a an act of worship 
that is beloved to Allah. Allah loves this act of worship. And so Allah obligated it on this ummah and upon the nations that came before us. And Allah tells us in that same ayah what the point of fasting is. Because many people may misunderstand. Many people when they think about Ramadan, they think about no food and no drink all day. They think about that you will not be eating all day until Maghrib. And that is all people think about when they think about Ramadan. The only thing that comes to their mind is that there will be no food and drink for the days. That is not the ultimate objective and point of Ramadan. No food and no drink, that is an easy part of Ramadan. That is not the main part of Ramadan. The Salaf, they used to say that the easiest part of fasting, the easiest part of Ramadan is not eating and drinking. That is easy. The real objective of Ramadan, the real point of Ramadan, the hard part of Ramadan is like Allah said in the ayah. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may achieve taqwa, that you may achieve piety and righteousness. That is the objective in Ramadan. That is what a person should be focused on for this month of Ramadan coming up. Not focused on no food and no drink, not focused on what we are going to eat at iftar. That is not the objective of Ramadan. If that is how a person spends his Ramadan, just thinking about what you will eat at iftar, and just thinking that you're not going to have anything all day, no food, no drink, and it's going to be hard. If that's all people think about in Ramadan, what Ramadan is about, then you have not understood. And you will not benefit from it properly. Allah has told us in the Quran, the point of Ramadan, the objective of Ramadan is taqwa. So that you can drop your sins and you can drop the evil actions that you may be doing and the wrongs and the mistakes that you may be doing maybe deception cheating in business maybe lying backbiting other types of evils that we all fall into the purpose of ramadan is to achieve taqwa to drop those evil sins and characteristics, to drop those acts of deception and cheating and lying, and whatever it is we engage ourselves in from the shortcomings. The Salaf used to say, that is the hard part. Not eating and not drinking is the easy part. Dropping your sins and making yourself a better Muslim, that is the difficulty. That's where everybody has to work hard. 
And that's why Allah has told us very clearly in the Quran, the point of the fasting is that taqwa, so that you may become better believers, your iman may increase, and your sins and your oppositions and your errors and your disobediences may be dropped so that you improve yourselves as believers. As for no food and no drink, that is only one part of Ramadan. No food and no drink, you feel the hunger. And there are benefits, there are hikam, wisdoms in that too. There are benefits in that too. For example, a believer realizes how weak you are and how small you are from the creation of Allah. Imagine now the strongest man on the world. They can pull trains and pick up cars, but without food and drink for one day, one day from sunrise to sunset and all the energy is gone. All that strength is gone. Weak creation from the creations of Allah. We are all in poverty before our Lord. We are only small creations, weak creations in need of our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you don't eat for a day, you realize that. You realize how weak we are, how weak our bodies are. No food and drink for a day and already your energy is disappearing. Already your strength is disappearing. On top of that, without the food and the drink, a person also realizes the great blessings that Allah has given you. The great amount of the ni'am that Allah has bestowed upon you. That you know by the blessing of Allah, you will have food and drink at the time of iftar. You know that Allah has blessed you with that. So when you feel the hunger during the day, you feel the great blessing of Allah upon you and you know that there are people across the world who are constantly and regularly in that hunger every day of their lives in that hunger so then that experience it gives you an understanding of the blessings of Allah upon you and that is why in the hadith it mentions that the person who is fasting twice he is going to be happy once when you open your fast then that is a time of happiness joy because you know that Allah has given you the ability to complete your act of worship for the day and you have managed to do the fasting for the whole day so you are happy that you managed to complete the fast for that day and you know that Allah will reward you upon that and the second time of joy and the second time of happiness is when the Sa'im, the fasting person, 
meets his Lord on the day of judgment, that will be a time of joy because as it mentions in the hadith, in paradise there is a bab that is known as Ar-Rayyan. There is a gate in paradise known as Ar-Rayyan gate. Nobody goes in through that gate except the people who are fasting. The Babu Rayyan La Yadhulu Minhu Illa Sa'imun. Nobody enters in through it except the ones who used to fast. And Arrayan, why is it known as Babu Rayyan? As Shaykh Alithameen Rahimahullah Ta'ala mentioned, because in the Arabic language Arrayan it can be taken back to the source of the word, the root of the word, which means to quench the thirst. When somebody is thirsty and you drink the water, the root of the word can be found there. And so that gate in paradise is known as Babur Rayyan, the gate for those who used to fast and they experienced the thirst. And so then they are the ones who enter through it. These are some of the great virtues mentioned about Ramadan. These are some of the great objectives and points that all of us need to be aware of as this month now approaches imminently. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله in order to benefit from Ramadan we need to understand the point of Ramadan a person who does not understand the point of Ramadan he thinks it's only about hunger and thirst then he will not come out benefiting The point of Ramadan is to achieve taqwa. The point of Ramadan is to improve ourselves as believers. And that's why the scholars, they mention, if a believer doesn't fix himself up now in the month of Ramadan, then when are you ever going to fix yourself up? If a believer does not drop his sins and his wrongs now in the month of Ramadan coming up, then when are you ever going to do it? Nobody knows when their time will come to an end. Nobody knows when your accountability may occur upon you, when death comes upon you. The Salaf, they used to make dua six months before Ramadan, asking Allah, oh Allah, give us life to live until Ramadan. Six months before Ramadan, they would start making dua, oh Allah, let us live long enough till Ramadan. And then after Ramadan, for the next six months, they would be making dua, Oh Allah, accept our good deeds, our righteousness, our obedience that we did in Ramadan. It is a great act of worship. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards the people who fast without limit. كُلُّ عَمَلِ ابْنِ آدَمْ لَهُ إِلَّا الصَّوْمِ فَإِنَّهُ لِي وَأَنَا أَجْزِي بِهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has stated, it is mentioned in that hadith, that all of the actions of the sons of Adam are for them. 
but fasting is for me and I will reward that person upon it. Normally the good deeds are multiplied by 10. Al-Hasanatu bi'ashri amfaliha ila sabi'imi'ati al-af to maybe 700 times the goodness for that deed. But the fasting is unlimited. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards a person upon his fasting without limit in terms of the multiplication of the good deed. So we need to start thinking very carefully now over the next few days. Maybe only two or three or four days left. This is an opportunity. An opportunity to rectify ourselves. An opportunity to increase our iman. If we are those who struggle with our iman, we struggle with what is going on in our lives, then now an opportunity presents itself for rectification and for strengthening of our iman. And that's why in another hadith, it mentions that fasting is a junnah, that it is a guard and a protection for the believer. Fasting helps you to stay away from the sins, to stay away from the haram, it is a protection for you, a God for you, that helps you upon the path of righteousness to Allah. So focus on this month which is coming now, so that the goodness that you achieve within it, you can carry it on after the month also. The goodness that you achieve in this month, inshaAllah, then you can continue with that goodness after this month also. This opportunity, it is a blessing for the believers. This month, a blessing for the believers. And it is a catastrophe for the believers who waste this month. And it comes and it goes. And it is just like any other month for them. It is not like any other month. It is a great and blessed month. So focus within it upon Quran, upon prayer, upon the fasting, upon charity, and the prayer in particular. A person knows, a believer knows, praying five times a day is an obligation, absolute obligation upon every believer. It is completely impermissible to miss a single prayer. Now, in Ramadan, after Ramadan, any time, make sure if you are from those who are negligent with your prayers, that you rectify that now in this month. On the Day of Judgment, the first thing you are tested about is your prayers. Did you pray your five prayers properly every day? So now is the chance to change any wrongs that we are upon. Now is the opportunity coming up and it's very important for all of us to focus over the next few days, prepare ourselves so that we may benefit fully from this blessed month that is approaching. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it a blessed month for us and to make us all better and improved believers at the end of it with an increased level of iman and with increasement in our taqwa.